I got the adult ed college brochure this week. It's me, Cindy. And I'm thinking that, as I always think, it might be fun. Maybe I'll find some class that will make my brain sizzle and pop a little. Nothing like a new skill or a fresh bucket of knowledge to wake up your brain. When I was in college, I was getting plenty of that. Sociology, psychology, interior design, theater. I could literally feel my brain sprouting new little whatever it was sprouting. But something was going on, and I was loving it. So I'm paging through looking at the classes, and I'm not finding anything that grabs me yet. But I am creating new class descriptions to amuse myself in the process. There's a class on time management. It runs Mondays from whenever you get there till, you know, noonish. There's a voiceover class, and it promises in two hours to teach you how to turn voiceovers into a thriving full or part-time business. I've been doing voice work for decades. You're not going to learn how to make money from voiceovers in two hours. But you know who's going to make money from that class? The voiceover professional teaching it. There's Introduction to Math for Everyday Life. You pay $150. They show you where the calculator app is on your phone. There's the Infection Control Workshop. There's a note. Wear gloves. Oh, another note. Wait, on second thought, we've made a slight change. Stay home. The class will be online. But you probably still want to wear gloves. So, looks like no college class for me this semester. I know a few recently minted high school graduates packing for college over the next couple of weeks. Jillian, Amara, plus maybe a million or so more that I don't know. And I would imagine they're all, or most of them, experiencing something of a roller coaster of emotions right about now. It's not a reach to think it's somewhat the same for their parents, most likely. Although the parental variety is less about new surroundings, new people, a new level of education, and instead about sending your first or middle or, especially if you ask me, your youngest off to college. And there is a great possibility that it's triggering some emotional reeling. Months before Catherine, my youngest, was even starting to think about packing, I was already heading into something of a mm, tailspin. The empty nest looming large and decidedly frightening. The thought that no longer being a full-time mom would leave me to be... What, exactly? Turns out I was okay. More than okay. I was fine once I made the adjustment to a new, far less demanding schedule and the newfound freedom of less laundry, less picking up after, uh, anyone... Skipping dinner time if I felt like it, oh, that was an unexpected joy. Anyway, once I realized that her impending departure was sending me careening over some crazy edge, I did what I always do when faced with a problem. I looked for answers, and I found plenty of suggestions for my making the transition. And here's what I wound up with, and sharing with, with about a dozen other mothers in exactly the same mental mindset that I was at then. I don't know if it helped them out, but... Having a list of what amounts to diversions at least distracted me enough to get to the other side and, like I said, be more than okay, finally. Anyway, here it is. I titled it, Preparing for the Empty Nest. Just like when they were little children and wanted candy before dinner, the art of distraction is still the best defense as you send them away to college. Only now it's you that needs to be distracted. Because while your child is preparing for an exciting new life without you, Let's face it, you're looking ahead to the same old life only without them. And it can make you feel a little bit emotional or it can make you want to hurl yourself into rush hour traffic. Don't panic. Here are a few suggestions to help you cope instead of mope. The aforementioned distraction, along with positive reinforcement, will be your best tools. It's like parenting, only this time you're taking care of yourself.
One, try to plug into the excitement. Remember how you felt going to college or take in a movie that reflects that sense of independence and discovery like Goodwill Hunting, Mona Lisa Smile, even Legally Blonde, or maybe that one with Peter Lawford and June Allison and that great dance number, but not Animal House. That'll make your palms sweat, but you get the idea. Number two, plan something fun for the fall. Having something to look forward to yourself will make you feel better about the future. Hopefully it'll be something that involves a little research, a trip of some sort, buying a new something or other, so that you can bury yourself in books and web surfing when you really need a distraction. Number three, get back in touch with an old friend or two from college, high school, even grade school. This way, you can relive your own school adventures while rebonding with someone who shared it with you. Again, see number one, it'll help you plug into how much your child has to look forward to and at the same time provide you with a friendly distraction. Number four, talk to other college moms. Not so much because misery loves company, but for the mutual support and helping each other keep it all in perspective. Plus, it'll keep you off the streets. Five, take a class. Go on. Your child's on their way to a world of new experiences. Isn't it time you learn something new? If you can't find anything in the adult ed college brochure... Think of things you always wanted to do and then pick one to learn or master. Play guitar, pick up a sketch pad, learn yoga. Adding a little color to your life can be a magical thing. And activity is a great distraction. Six, write it down. While it's good to talk with other college moms or a close friend, there's something therapeutic about spilling your guts at the computer or with a pen and paper. You don't have to save it, although it's great to be able to go back and see where you've been and compare it to where you've gotten. Just get it all out. Seven, redecorate. Not like that commercial that used to be on where the mom and dad rush home after dropping their son off at college and turn his bedroom into their office. I always thought that was really mean. This could be as simple as a new paint color or maybe rearranging the furniture. But it might be nice if the absence of your child wasn't the only thing different. A new look can help you feel like change is good. Number eight, enjoy the difference. Suddenly, you find your schedule wide open, or more open. There's no play practice or music lessons or even dinner to make. That is, assuming you just sent your youngest off. Enjoy the difference. And if you are facing an empty nest, look on the bright side. Think of the gas money you'll save, not to mention the luxury of free time. Try sleeping in on the weekend. Go to dinner during the week. Play music really loud, you rebel. Curl up with a good book and don't put it down until you feel like it. For all that time you've juggled, rushed, fretted, stressed, sacrificed, and wished for five minutes peace, congratulations on a job well done. And now it's back to being your life. Enjoy it. You'll be okay. So that was it and what helped guide me through the rough spots. I did great. She did great. My other mothers did great. So if you're going through that now, you'll do great too. And if you know somebody running off to Target to buy storage boxes and extra long twin sheets by day and panicking by night, feel free to share this. And feel free to subscribe to the It's Me, Cindy podcast. Because mostly it's me, Cindy, just wanting us all to get the best out of life and be happy and do great.